Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me discord. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, it's late. What do you want? Deputy Chief Holden, I am Quell from the Wallace Corporation. I require your assistance on a matter of some urgency. Yes, that's so. How can I help you, Miss Quell? I'd have thought Wallace Corp could mop up their own messes. Refer to me as Quell. And yes, we could. However, we value favorable public perception. <sighs> I'm slow, but I'm getting a grasp on it. Wallace has a skin job phoning police stations now. Is that it? Too busy to talk to me himself about averting another riot? Deputy Chief, let us be honest with one another. For the sake of your career, relatives, and whatever you pray to at night, you ought to make sure the incident which has just occurred at the Snake Pit does not blow back into the reputation of the new N9 synthetics. What incident? Keep me informed. And please, be presentable for press coverage. We require standards be met. I expect the first update by noon tomorrow. Good night, Deputy Chief Holden. What fucking incident? 
cold plastic bitch. Penny! Get in here! No. Get Novak! Where is Novak? Chief, we have a dispatch report. Get me Novak! Streams of faceless people and machines pass by in the downpour of noxious rain. Forced to live in a fragile harmony between the cracks of Los Angeles, like vermin vying for space. This megacity chews at your soul, ever-growing the monolithic factories casting us all in shadow. What beauty could be found in the old architecture of its forgotten skyscrapers now decays in darkness. They call it progress. We'll all be ground to memories, but the city will always thrive. Novak, it is 2037, and you are in Sector 5, Little Tokyo District, sitting at the White Dragon Noodle Bar with yesterday's newspaper, The Independent Sentinel. Nexus 9 Replicant launch a resounding success. <laughs> Rising star of memory design. Customers around you slurp at their bowls of steaming food, while trying to ignore the stench from venting hot gases, which boil up from the sewers to hiss against perpetual rain. Nexus 9 models have become an integral part of the workforce. Hmm. Only ever good news these days. The future's off-world. I can't even get good noodles on Earth. What is this shit, huh? It's not real either. The guy here is good because he'll serve you seconds if he likes you. From behind spitting walks of searing synth meat and boiling pots, the Noodle Master eyes you both. He's a wisp of a man, reed thin with impossibly long arms and a wiry beard. Sir... Sir, how many do you want? It is very fresh. He holds out a small plate with a single prawn. It's wrapped in noodles like a spindled cocoon. Uh, make it two. Two is good. Two is really enough. I know, I worked up an appetite. Blade running must be hard work. Sitting on your ass all day watching me cook, reading my paper. Maybe I should buy a replicant and retire. We got a whole new line coming up. The reps I'm working for are going to be as obsolete as I am next year. Hmm. 
He stares into the crowd thinking before throwing Grang Mead into the spitting reclaimed oil. We have a grand total of zero Nexus 9 miles convicted of a crime to date. There's always a first time. See, I'm, I'm just taking this in, waiting for the rain to stop. Mmm. I doubt your paper has a weather report saying it will. Mmm. From the downpour above, the deafening whir of a PD spinner falls toward the alley, drowning out the bustling crowd as they scatter, allowing it to land. The patrons hunched over their bowls only look up for a moment before they return to sucking down more noodles. Clicking metal cools in the rain as the spinner settles, and the hydraulic door scissors open. A lithe woman steps out into the blue-green neon of the streetlights, taking in the alley, then approaching the bar. So Fenna's pretty well put together, and she's got dark hair that's cut pretty fashionably short. She's wearing a knee-length jacket. It's unembellished, but it's very structured, and it's got this asymmetrical collar. She starts to scan the crowd, and I assume that she knows what Novak looks like. So she looks around, and when she spots him, she kind of sidles up next to him and sits down. She gives a friendly nod to the proprietor behind the counter, and then she kind of, like, leans up on the counter and spends a little time, like she always does when she meets someone, trying to just get a bead on their vibe. Fena, you might think of Novak as a relic from the old times before the blackout. He's known for working the bead, and he's been on the force for a long time, 16 years. You're a rookie, Fena. All the nines are rookies. Mainly you expected someone who isn't fond of replicants and who might be difficult to bring in off his leave. You're seeing a guy who's like semi-rumpled, the uh, synthetic leather coat, and you can just see the the very close cropped, almost militaristic haircut, a uh, salt and pepper mustache, and um, you can see him kind of glancing at you, almost obscured by steam of the bowl that he's kind of face down in slurping noodles up. Whenever Fena first interacts with the new person, her strategy is always a little probing. So she's ready to shift to new conversational tactics to just try to assess things like, does this person prefer to interact with subordinates? Or, you know, are they made uncomfortable by, you know, overbearing vibes? She's always just trying to understand how to be as easy to interact with as possible. Novak has his night planned out. He's not looking forward to any interruptions. He works long, he works hard, and the moments that he has a respite are few and far between. He's gonna have some noodles, he's gonna go to the club, and it's meaningful to him, and it'd have to be really important to get him to, to step off of this track that he has carved for himself. This is a guy who's, uh, whose habits are grooves that are cut really deep, so. Good luck. So after not too long of just observing, Fena will go in and she'll say, Mr. Novak, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I'm here on orders from Chief Holden. Holden sent you all the way down here looking for me? Yes. I assume he sent me looking for his brightest. Oh, I'm sure that there's uh, 
brighter stars in his firmament around the uh, around the office. Doesn't he have a bunch of new kids coming out of the academy, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed? I'm sure uh, they can accommodate whatever he's interested in at the moment. Well, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed doesn't equal experience. But, Mr. Novak, I don't want to waste your time. I've been told to bring you in for an emergency briefing, and I don't believe that Chief Holden would have sent me here to collect you if it weren't important. It was Holden and the brass who cut me loose for a long weekend. I gotta be honest, I've been looking forward to this for a pretty long time. Kind of a bait and switch, don't you think? Seems to me if he wanted me back, it must be really important. He give you any inclination about what it is he needs me for? No, but the fact that he didn't implies that it's something either top secret or above my pay grade. And here I just got seconds. You like prawns? What's your name? What is your name? My name's Fenna. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know what fish market uh, our friend here uh, gets these from, but uh, he swears blind to me the mercury uh, count is very, very low. So get them while they're hot, huh? And he slides a little bowl with one of the two prawns he ordered over. Fenna picks one up and she says, best in the city. And then she winks at the guy behind the counter before she takes a bite out of it. He's busy filling orders, but he gives you a nod. Fenna. Looking at you with impassive eyes. The gaze is, is maybe just kind of like uncomfortably intimate. It's appraisal. It's appraisal of an object. Fenna doesn't seem uncomfortable with the level of either intimacy or intensity that you're giving off. It seems like she's almost used to it. You know, I... Uh... I could just stay here. I was given administrative leave. I got the paperwork right here in my jacket. What do you say we just stay here? Does that sound like something you'd be amenable to? Or are you the sort of person who always follows orders? Of course. I definitely don't want to take you away from your meal. But I have a feeling that your dedication to the job or, if nothing else, your curiosity about what might be important enough to try to call you back from your leave will sooner or later get the better of you, and we will return to the tower. So, we can stay here for as long as you need to get comfortable with that reality, but eventually we'll be going. It's interesting you put things in terms of, like, an irresistible reality. I wonder what would happen is he's like defopping a, a cigarette into his mouth. This interesting thing, fate, right? A reality you can't step out of. It makes you feel like there isn't any choice. I'm wondering if you've ever really made a choice. It's when you start making choices that I'll start getting scared. But me, I can make a choice. And right now, I'm going to finish this. And fuck it. Ours is not to question why. Ours is just to do and die. Take me in, Fenna. And he sits there and he finishes it. He, like, uh, slaps some money on the, on the counter. He's like... And walks out with you to the, uh, to the spinner. The door seals out the stench of the streets. And Fenna punches in the destination, taking to the skies. 
The spinner slips between the Silk City's towers, dense traffic, and glowing advertising until it circles LAPD Tower. Spinner 223 on approach vector, ID clear. I'm still very much in vacation mode, so just kind of kicked back, waiting to see what the hell it is that's uh, interrupting my time off. And if you glance over at uh, Novak, he's kind of staring out the window, and his thumb is rotating a silver wedding ring on his finger again and again and again. Yellow three clear. Descend with caution to pad six. You both disembark and make your way from the roof into the interior of the precinct. The corridors of the headquarters are sleek and sterile. The clip of your walking echoes in your wake until you reach Holden's office. He's expecting you. Given permission from Penny, you push into the office and are greeted by the stink of cigar smoke. It churns lazily with the passing of a ceiling fan. Deputy Chief Holden is slouched behind his antique walnut desk nursing a tumbler of whiskey. He gives you a silent nod towards seats next to another man who sits stiffly with his back to you. Yeah, there's a scrape across the floor, so I plop down into this uh, metal chair. Hmm. Fena, you know the seated replicant is Percival. Novak may have seen him in the hallway, but you aren't acquaintances. Percival is very clean cut. He's kind of like, imagine James Dean, but in a 1980s tweed suit, combed back hair. It's always combed back, very clean shaven and brushes off his shoulders or little parts of his suit just to make sure there's no specks of dust or hair, anything like that. Just a very clean person. Let's say he's uptight. He wears that expression on his face most of the time. Even as Fenna sits down, he turns and offers just sort of a, a polite but not very friendly smile. I think Fenna will reach over and pick a, a missed piece of lint off of, like, the back of your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, Novak is watching this little dance of neuroses as um, from across <laughs> the room, just, like, solidly occupying this chair and is like, What's so important that you're interrupting my uh, very, very precious time off, Holden? Holden sighs out a wheezing breath from synthetic lungs before tapping a cigar and relighting it. (sighs) Look, I know. I signed your papers, but this won't wait, and I don't want some green unit on this. (sighs) Last night, there was a shooting. Sector 1, a place called the Snake Pit, you know it? Never mind, it doesn't matter. It's a dump of a nightclub that two of our Nexus 9s were staking out. We've never had any issues with using that model as Blade Runners. Uh, Wait, I got their numbers around here. Uh, Yeah, yeah. LH3-793. SN9-128. They go by Leah and Sandor. You've probably shared a battery with him, right, Finna? (laughs) At any rate, I'm sure you've seen them around. And he slides data files for these N9s across the desk to Percival. Long story short, 
Sandor was shot dead and Leah is now missing. We have no idea where she is. Fena and Percival are familiar with Leah. You all share an inception date and remember her from processing. She was having trouble with her implanted memories. I have a Leah in my key memory. That's not the same Leah, is it? You don't think so, but something about the file feels familiar. You're a bit perturbed by the coincidence. When Fena sees Percival reading Leah's file, she'll try to make eye contact with him to just kind of indicate, hey, this one, do you remember this one? <laughs> hmm. I think, actually, no. <laughs> Good. Can I clock any disturbance? <laughs> he twists his body inward a little bit as he scans the file, but Percival's uptight anyway, so it's nothing obvious. What brought these two to the uh, snake pit? Were they uh, there for pleasure, or were they answering a call? I said they were staking the place out. Come on, Novak, wake the fuck up. It was an ongoing investigation into Nexus 8 behavior. Got a lead from before the blackout that this, um... Snake Pit was a regular haunt and figured it was fertile ground for a sting. <coughs> Look, we don't know what caused the shooting. But Sandor's in the morgue and witnesses at the scene say it was some human supremacist jerks that hang out there from time to time. We don't know what the connections are yet, but there is some pressure from the top. No one wants to be reading about it in that piece of shit rag kill magazine. <laughs> that sleazy fuck yellow Skylar, the editor. He's tight with these groups and always likes to fan the flames. Chief, is there any reason to believe that Leah is the one that shot Sandor? <laughs> with what? You and I don't get issued real guns, remember? We like you, Fenna, but trust is a little on the thin side. Just find her and figure this massive fucking mess out quickly. Brass ain't happy, so I ain't happy. That means you'll be unhappy too if you don't fix it. The Nexus 9s are barely a year old, so be wary of these two, Novak. If the public gets a whiff of this, the reps at Wallace Corp will be up your ass too. They've already made it clear this needs to go away. Yeah, we wouldn't want a public relations disaster after such a uh, lucrative premiere. Exactly. That's the spirit of it. Their business depends on this new breed of replicants, and anything that jeopardizes that would be a major blow to the bottom line in LAPD's funding. They've offered assistance. I'd rather handle this in-house, but their PR manager, Quell, is expecting you to visit Wallace HQ. It might not be a bad thing. She can probably tell you more about Leah. That's a priority. And Novak, I want you to play nice. I mean it. I'm just a humble public servant. I'll do my best to uh, remember... Uh that I serve the public trust and not the uh, whims of the Wallace Corporation. <laughs> it's like I told you before, Novak. You're a cop or you're little people. It's up to you. Really. All right. Let's get moving. One thing to note. Both of these replicants' primary function seems to be combat. 
not sure that it means anything, but it is possibly worth noting. Chief, would it be possible to get the file that they were working on, related to the Nexus 8 activity that they were investigating? Yeah, it should be on file. Head down to the mainframe in the Esper wall. You can dig out whatever you need there. Well, you thought I'd have that ready for you? Hmm, apologies, Fenner. I thought you might want some work to do. Has the crime scene been secured? More or less. The owner's hanging around. He's hassling us to reopen that shithole. Hopefully he didn't touch anything. What about patrons? Did we get people who saw what went down? You know how it is. Twenty different stories from twenty different people. Everyone heard the shot, but no one can identify the shooter. Seems convenient, I don't know. Somebody knows something. I'd like to take a look at Sandor, if he is already in our care. Care? <laughs> right. His body's being processed down in the crime lab right now. Sorry, Percy, I should have told you that. I smile just ever so slightly. A little pride in that smile. We're done here. Get what you need from the lab and the Esper, then hit the streets and actually do your job. I had Penny upload what we have onto your KIA devices. Be sure to use them and send me regular reports. Now... Out! Alright, Holden. Thanks for calling me in, and the next time you want to bring me in off the street to solve a uh, little uh, corporate problem, don't. And I walk out the, <laughs> walk out the door. <coughs> Watch your mouth, Novak. You two have a pleasant day now. <laughs> I think that Fenner knows that Percival's going to head down to the crime lab, but is not sure where Novak is going, so we'll chase <laughs> after him. And then she'll just quietly uh, head out. I was pretty much told to interview this Wallace PR person. Novak, being a more kind of traditional detective, would really want to see that crime scene and talk to the club owner. Mr. Novak? Yeah. Would you prefer that we cover more ground and each take a separate task? Or would you like backup? Well, kid, I'm gonna be going down to this club to see if I can interview witnesses. You know, police work. If you wanna give me a hand in that endeavor, who am I to stop you? I will say that my functions tend to make me helpful in situations where finessing people is important. And so I'd be happy to help with interviewing suspects. There is also this issue of speaking to the PR manager for Wallace Corp. Something else that I could probably do. I prefer to take the lead on that interview if you don't mind. I don't know how Wallace thinks of discussing its internal matters with uh, one of its own uh, products. Products? <laughs> if you'll consider that something of a conflict of interest. I see. No offense. None taken. I wonder, though. Product is one way of looking at it. You could also call us their current pride and joy. I guess we could call you a lot of things. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that basically Fennel will shoot off a message to Percival. Need support? I'll reply, fine for now. Meet at the crime scene shortly. Uh, thumbs up emoji. 
<laughs> Even in a dystopia, there are thumbs up emojis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emojis are now canon. Yeah. Mr. Novak, would you like me to drive? Take the wheel, kid. Right before we transition, you get a group chat from Percival who sends a bunch of emojis. There's a camera, a thumbs up, a <laughs> smile, a toothbrush, and a heart. Yeah. Kids. <laughs> He's learning. <laughs> Just like the most the most quizzical like oh boy <laughs> kind of look from from Novak. Oh god. <laughs> Danny, what is Percival doing first? I'm interested in seeing Sandor. Okay, you descend into the bowels of the tower and the controlled cool air of the crime labs. You know the chief medical examiner Coco well enough. He always struck you as having a kind face and friendly demeanor. He should be happy to help you out. As you make your way through the labs, you find him standing in the soft glow of several monitors. Good morning, Percival. How may I help you? Are you here for our latest prize? Pleasure to see you, Coco. Uh, I'm here to see the body of Sandor, a replicant who was recently admitted. Oh, of course you are. I have to admit, I'm a bit surprised they put you on such a high-profile case. You must be making heads turn, Percival. I'm sure. Sandor is over here in the morgue. I was just finishing up some tests. Coco walks over to the glassed-off morgue area, and with a sigh, the doors open, releasing the freezing air. Your skin goosebumps, just like real flesh would. Looking back up, you find Coco watching you. Then with a friendly smile and a flourish, he peels away the sheet covering SN9-128, designated name Sandor. The corpse lying on the table seems unremarkable, aside from the bullet wound right through the chest. The bullet wound. I assume that was the cause of death? Percival, you'll have me out of a job at this rate. It was a hard one to decipher. Thank you. Any other injuries to the body? Bruises, etc. Hmm. Entry wound front, 3.5 inches above and inside left nipple. Exit wound back, 4 inches left of midline. Minor contusions from impact with floor. Nothing abnormal considering the circumstances. For curiosity's sake, I walk over and just kind of like open the eyelid real quick and look at the eye. And then close it if nothing alarming shows. Coco watches in silent consideration as you make your examination before offering more. Hmm. Large caliber. 10 millimeter ammunition based on the diameter. We didn't retrieve the bullet. Hmm. Curious. Are we able to identify the type of firearm it was shot from? Standard issue for blasters. Right. Standard issue. It must have happened at close range. Indeed. To have gone through the body entirely. Yes. Do you have any clues yet? I do not. Nothing in the mainframe? I've not visited yet. 
Oh, Percival, I'm so flattered that you visited me first. You really shouldn't be. Anything else of note? Was it just the bullet wound? You know I am at your disposal, but that's all I have at the moment. Send me a message if you think of anything else. Do you prefer standard text messages or emojis? Oh, I adore your emojis, Percival. Very well. We'll continue that way then. I best be going. This wasn't awkward at all. (laughs) Thank you. I like Coco. He's a little sassy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Coco walks you to the door and sends you on your way. I'll just uh, text again to the group chat a gun emoji. (laughs) And then I'll actually write some text. I'll say... Exit wounds indicate close proximity of shooter. Okay, Fena and Novak receive that while they're on their way to the snake pit. Hmm. Can I go next then to the Esper wall? The LAPD tower is built around the nerve center of the mainframe. Housed at the heart of the building, it serves all as it watches the streets through the vast Esper surveillance network. Hmm. Both can be accessed from the same terminals you wear, the KIA devices. Or for a richer experience, plug into the Esper wall. Hmm. The archives available to you cover detailed records, case files, and harvested data from the citizens of the megacity. Okay, then I want to plug into the Esper wall to look for footage. Welcome, JL2-780. How may I assist you today? Is there Esper surveillance available from last night, May 14th, 2037, inside the Snake Pit nightclub? If not, I'd like footage from outside of the club. And I will take a tech roll from you with advantage since you're here at the Esper wall. Oh, you're good at this, so 3D12s. Ooh. It's a console cowboy. (laughs) Bad rolls, though. One success. Well, that wasn't great, because anything above ten is a double success. No interior footage found. Scanning public areas surrounding the snake pit in Sector 1. Please wait. Search in progress. Hmm. Here are your results. You do find some low-resolution shots of Sandor and Leah entering the club. They look like they're in street clothes and act as a couple. Nothing unusual since they were staking out the bar for N8 activity. Hmm, scrub forward so I can see people leaving the club. Advancing footage. Skipping ahead to after the incident, you find another shot. You'll have to study it closely. I'm sending you the actual still shot for this. Enhanced. Enhanced. (laughs) Enhanced. Amazing. This is one of the investigative features of the game. Enhancing. Oh, I love this. Would you like to share this document now? Share this footage with Fena and Novak. Great. Cataloging. Heavy precipitation has degraded image quality. The pattern on this umbrella is quite fascinating. There's also a man standing alone in the corner. It looks like he's talking to someone. Do we know where the entrance to the club is? Oh, the snake pit. I see it in the back there. Is that a cat on the bottom right? On the bench? (laughs) It looks like it might be an animal. 
Can you identify the animal on the bench? Cataloging. Resolving. Object ID located. Artificial tabby. Batch code 11-TB-34001. Although it would be strange to have a a stray synthet because they're they're expensive. Animoids are expensive, so. Yeah. Well, that's possibly worth noting. I sent a cat emoji. <laughs> Can I enhance the cat? <laughs> Request declined. Further enhancement will distort image beyond admissible evidence. See operation standards for guidance. Hmm, no. There's that one one person kind of standing there. Mm. Any way to get a, a closer look at the face of the person? Ah, zoom in on the person standing beside the cab. Command accepted. Rotating. Sharpening. Enhancement complete and distributed. Okay, it's still grainy. But we've got the cab's uh, registration number there in the front. It looks like Leah. It does. And it looks like she's alone. What is she carrying? Yeah, it looks like something's under her arm. Would we know if cabs have cameras in them to record passengers? Hey, pretty boy, give me everything you can about that cab. Fena follows up with the please praying hands emoji. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any information available on the cab? Metro cab registration. 4A4-11012 Driver, Earl Hooper No personnel file found Do we have access to the, like, the actual route that it drove? There we go. Show the Metro cab route for this passenger. Cataloging Route identified for fare 29824 Pick up at the Snake Pit Drop off at Animoid Row in Sector 5. Animoid Row. Animoids? So, replicant animals? Is Animoid Row where they are sold? Animoid Row is known for synthetic animal dealers and cheap, delicious street food. Cool. Alright. Is that where I got Mazarin? Your cat? (laughs) Most likely, yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Pull surveillance for Animoid Row after this passenger was dropped off. Okay, give me another tech roll with advantage. That's what I'm talking about. That is three successes. Noise, noise, noise. Nine and then a ten. Cataloging. Please wait. Here are your results. Okay, okay. It takes a while to go through the footage, almost your full shift. But you do pinpoint the cab's arrival. There's a drop-off area near the security and information kiosk. You're more certain that this is Leah, as you have crisper captures here. Animoid Row in Sector 5 is better funded than Sector 1, and it's near LAPD, meaning better security equipment. You track Leah among the bustling crowd to a small dingy shop nestled among the more opulent stores. She wasn't inside long, maybe two minutes a short conversation or transaction. The storefront houses an electronic sign with many of its pixels dead, but you clearly see a butterfly glowing above text reading The Aurelian. A-U-R-E-L-I-A-N. 
Oh, so the Aurelian, that was the night of. Yeah, I'm texting everything I find. All the information. Clock emoji. (laughs) Yes, and how many successes did you have? I had three. After Leah left the Aurelian, you see her enter a narrow street nearby. This alley isn't covered by the Esper network cameras, but you never see Leah emerge. You can scrub the footage, but even this morning, you don't see her. Mm. I think I know where she lives. Well, no. You saw her address in Holden's file, and it isn't here. Her apartment's also in Sector 5, but closer to what you affectionately know as Piss Alley. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well I think think that's all I'm going to look up for now. I'm updating Holden with everything. I'm very dutiful and, you know, trying to get a pat on the back. Strong teacher's pet vibe. Mm -hmm. You know, I just need them to take us replicants seriously. I don't include him in the group chat, though. It's a separate one-to-one line. Yeah, that's sacred. <laughs> Are there emojis in the in the text to Holden? <laughs> no, purely text, purely words to Holden. The information reels out onto your KIA's screen as Percival thumbs send. Okay. The alley passes under the spinner as it banks to land near the crime tape around the snake pit. Spinner 223 arriving to the snake pit. Request to land at street level granted. Please use caution with elevated pedestrian traffic. Fena and Novak step out onto the street into the hot venting air, stirring up the smell of rotting trash and urine. The snake pit is well known to you both, and has been a crime scene before. Prior to the blackout, there was a murder spree. Finally, a Blade Runner found the responsible Nexus 6 masquerading as a dancer, and it was gunned down in the street. The owner, Taffy Lewis, used that story for free publicity, which brought the club a certain notoriety and disdain from the LAPD. Novak, you'll have been through here more than a few times hunting perps. Yet despite the reputation, the pit attracts some of the top stage performers and agencies in L.A. The building in the daylight under gray skies looks condemned, peeling paint lifting from rusted through gutters, bricked front windows marred with gang tags. Above, hanging over the rubbernecking crowd like a guillotine, the darkened coiled letters of the club's signage. The crowd presses into the barricades, harassing officers and taking pictures. You know, we'll duck through the court and flashing badge and um, see if we can find if there's a police presence there currently who's the ranking um, officer at the crime scene. I kind of want to be scanning the anyone who's assembled here, especially the, the people that are standing around gawking, to see if there's anyone who is exhibiting what would be particular interest or slightly abnormal interest. Looking for strange behavior, yeah. That's going to be an observation roll for Fena. Okay. Uh, here we go. Okay, so one success. Fena, a tall, bald man in the crowd holds your attention as he tries to push his way to the barrier. He keeps glancing up at you both as you make for the door. Hmm. I'm going to try as surreptitiously as possible to just, like, make physical contact with Novak Again, as surreptitiously as possible, try to kind of, like, indicate that individual. Mm-hmm. Give me a stealth roll, and I'll roll observation against you. Okay. 
Ooh, just one. We tied, and when you signal Novak, it's not clear to him what exactly you're indicating. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I just kind of like look at your eyes, look back, and I'm not necessarily tracking where you're where you're looking. But I look, I see nothing, and maybe I just kind of like tilt my head to the side and be like, "Who?" I'll kind of uh, make it not look like I'm trying to whisper or anything. Pale, bald head. Okay. And then I'd like to clock this person. Okay, it's starting to drizzle, and Novak notices the man now struggling through the crowd. His bald head is striking before he pulls up the hood of his jacket. He's very pale and powerfully built, with androgynous features furrowed into a sullen face. I'm just going to approach this person if they are moving towards me. You meet at the end of the barricade. He puts his boot up on the A-frame and looks at you. Oh, as I see them moving towards each other, I'm just going to get ready. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Either to chase or to, like, intervene physically, if it becomes necessary. Hey, uh, you need some help? I haven't seen you around, and, uh, I saw the whole thing. Nobody else wants to hear my story. Come here. The uh, cops already uh, already interview you? I tried to talk to a few of them, but they blew me off like I was full of shit. I was in there when it happened. Yeah. Well, I'm all ears, pal. You say you saw the whole thing, did you? Yeah. I was trying to enjoy the dancing. It truly is an art form. You should see it. These replicant hater punks started throwing shit at the stage, trying to hit the girls. They're always trying to start shit when an N9 comes up, you know? Uh, just drinks and stuff, but it was ruining my night, so I got a bit upset. Well, not just me, a bunch of us started in on them. They were sitting with that asshole from Killmag, the uh, big shot editor. Getting drunk and trying to impress him, no doubt. Hey, uh, you think they could have staged it? You know, for the magazine? Well, anyway, the shot went off and that was that. Hell broke loose and everybody started for the door. I think of these, uh... Tabloid freaks are uh, trying to cause chaos so that they can report on it. Yeah, that's what I said. Anyway, these assholes didn't seem to care about what I had to say. But that part felt important. You know, I don't see Skylar around this sector much anymore. But last night he was in there. And I guarantee Kill Magazine is minting Chin Yen on this story. It's a yellow Skylar, huh? Yeah. Yeah, quite the byline. Give me an insight roll as you're taking in his story. I'd like to help with this if possible. Yeah. Okay, I'll give Novak a bonus die since Fen is here with you to gauge this guy's account. Okay. Alright, that's that's two successes. He keeps looking down at his boots. Something's off. Eyes shoot over to Fen, it gives me like a little like mm. Small head shake. (laughs) (laughs) And I maybe put my hand on his meaty shoulder. I'm like, yeah, see, some people aren't willing to listen just because a story is so outrageous. It can't possibly be true. In fact, my partner over here seems to think that what you're saying, it is true. But it might not be the whole truth. Know what I'm saying? I'm not sure I know what you're getting at. Were you just watching? Or, uh participating. Look, Iris was doing her thing up there, and I was just enjoying the show. 
She's all hips, that girl. Don't build them like that anymore. Well, I, I guess they do, but you know what I mean. Sure, I might have done my share of shoving and shouting, but they were ruining my night. I, I said that before, didn't I? Didn't you write that down? When the brawl broke out, I threw some punches, but I got out of there. Never did see the shooter, honest. I'm just trying to do my civic duties. Mm-hmm. And can I, and may I see your ID, sir? <laughs> oh, uh, sure, just let me find it here. He's taking an unusually long time to find his wallet. Mm-hmm. As he's reaching for his, uh, maybe for his wallet, I don't know, as he's, like, trying to decide whether or not to show his ID, can I, as I've been watching them talk, get a sense of when he said the replicant haters or the rev haters, whether or not he sympathizes or, you know, very much doesn't. And then also kind of just like if he seems like he is really anxious to be involved or if he's kind of worried about protecting himself. Like, is he trying to get to a truth or is he trying to protect something by misleading? Oh, interesting. Give me an insight roll for that. Happy to do so. Uh, I rolled one success, but I did get whatever the origami llama thing is. He seems to be guarding information. You're sure of that. But his motive is a little harder to crack than you're used to, Fena. You suspect he's an N9 that might be caught up in something with this club. Okay, then with that, I think that what I'm going to try to do is kick into the time to manipulate this guy uh, and try to set him at ease. So... Novak asks for his ID. Fenna steps forward as it looks like he's getting uncomfortable. You know, I'm so sorry. You know, the only reason that we're even asking this is because we're trying to find the perpetrator of this crime. We don't have any interest in any anything else that may or may not have been going on in this club. We only have a very specific purpose in mind, and any information that you can give us regarding that would be extremely helpful. I told you everything I know. Maybe talk to the owner, Taffy. I saw him go back in earlier. Oh, well, rest assured, we're going to talk to the owner. It's just the thing is, I, I appreciate you telling your story to me and confirming with me again that you've told me the whole story. So the thing is, I got somebody back at headquarters showing me the Esper footage right now. And when I talk to Taffy in there, he's going to show me the footage that he's got. And so any discrepancies between what you told me, which we both know must be the whole truth, and what I'm about to learn, that would make me real upset. You could roll manipulation. We're good cop, bad copying this guy, but, uh, um... Yeah. Would you mind, Ross, if I rolled it? I'm fairly good at manipulation. Please. Just rolling like dog shit, man. Okay, so just one success. <laughs> okay, well, it's still success. You sense regret. Maybe that he approached you at all. He takes a couple of steps away from the barricade. Do you, uh, have a list of suspects? Maybe I can point you in the right direction. I know a lot of people. We're not actually allowed to discuss that with anyone who's not actively involved in the case, and if you've already told us everything that you know, I'm afraid that you don't qualify. Well, I'm sure, uh, if we find another opportunity for you to be helpful to us, You'll have the opportunity to share what you uh, what you saw. And did he ever show me his ID? He did not show you his ID yet. And I just hold out my hand. 
Just in case we need to re-interview you in a uh, more official capacity. You know, I must have dropped my wallet. <sighs> Sorry, I don't have my ID on me, but I'm Styles. I just thought I'd try to help. No need to press me, I get it. If we understand how it is, we understand how it is. These cops giving you the runaround, not listening in your story. And I also understand that it's hard to uh, be fully forthcoming with everything you know in such a public setting. You know, maybe we should take this down to the station, what do you say? If I think of anything else, I'll come right back and let your buddies know, okay? Sorry, it's been a shit day already. Well, hey, I'd be a little more uh, willing to leave you in their hands if I knew anything else about you, Mr. Styles. But, uh, I guess you had the misfortune of leaving your ID in your other jacket. I'll go get my ID while you talk to Taffy. Meet me here in a half hour? Sir, you know that that's not what's going to happen next. <laughs> oh, come on. What are you gonna do, detain me for helping? Quick glance at Novak. Come with us. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of arm's reach now, he turns and shoves confused bystanders, then books it into the gawking crowd. Assholes. Move. You can pursue him in a foot chase if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. As far as order, the prey goes first and then pursuers go last, as Styles scrambles over the crowded sidewalk. I'll roll for the obstacle, but I'll let you choose your maneuvers first. Pursue. I chose chase. So that means I, I roll mobility, and however many successes I get, I close on the would-be escapee. Okay, then uh, if that's the case, then I'm going to stand and shoot. And I'd like to call my shot if that's possible. Novak, jumping the barrier into the crowd, you elbow your way through with Fenna right behind. She pulls her blaster free. Screams go up from the crowd as they start to scatter. Officers at the scene start barking commands to maintain control. The buildings loom up around you as you sprint after Styles, leaving the bustle of traffic far behind. Uh, now I'm regretting not going out guns blazing because... <laughs> Fenna's got you. I'll roll for Styles. God. Oh, man. Super fucker. <laughs> Give me a mobility roll for Novak. All right, two successes. No, no, sorry, just one. Novak, you run flat out through the pooling rain, keeping pace with Styles as he barrels through another bystander, sending them sprawling. Hey, hey! And it's like pushing people out of the way. Ugh, like smoker's lungs pounding in my in my chest. Splash out into this, uh, through puddles into this open area, and then uh, maybe I turn around and see Fenna, like, whipping out her piece. Yeah, she looks determined. Maybe eager. So Fenna has her stunner out and she's leveling it at Styles' back. Um, she skids to a halt. She's sitting there aiming. She's going for the legs. She calls the shot. Uh, so with a practiced hold of her breath, she squeezes the trigger, wondering if replicants even need to breathe. Damn. <laughs> Give me your roll. It's d12 plus 2d6 with the advantage. Great. Wow. <laughs> wow. Nope. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yikes. That is a terrible shot. I feel like Styles throwing things behind him might have caught the shot. Like it's hard to get a bead on him without going for center of mass. Yeah, that works. 
Styles passes stacks of plastic crates and drags them over as he runs by, trying to slow Novak. The blast from Fena's stunner shatters them to pieces, showering Novak in shards as he bursts through. Kid! Okay, I think seeing the disbelief on Novak's face, uh, I think Fena's going to double down. So she takes up uh, a firing stance and she will wait for the perfect shot. Okay, you lose the advantage. What's Novak doing? The maneuver of cut off. Oh, I like that. Styles is still fleeing, and I'm going to roll for the obstacle. Novak, you know Styles is running toward a dead end. Oh, great. Then my cutoff is very apropos. Give me your rolls. All right, that's more like it. Two successes. Ooh. Oh, nice. Love it. Oh, hard fails. Just fail on both the die. No successes. <laughs> Novak, you make your move, kicking at a metal bin and it tumbles in front of Styles, forcing him to skid to a halt as Fena's shot drills through the rain and blasts into a neon sign which briefly flickers to life. The shot was inches from your head where Styles should have been. Instead, cut off, he dips into a dead-end side alley and tries in vain to scramble up a slick wall. God damn it. So, if he's now at the end of a blind alley... And I am now at the mouth of that alley, kind of walking down. Um, then my pistol is coming out. All right, pal, on your knees, face on the ground. Difference between me and my partner is I don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Give me a manipulation roll and I'll roll for styles. One success. I'll move to catch up, basically. Fena, you enter the blind alley and see Styles drop down from the wall. Novak pointing his blaster at him. <sighs> Come on, detective. This is a mistake. So I'm basically going to come up behind him and my uh, blaster is still drawn, um, providing backup to my fairly more competent partner, apparently. <laughs> Styles begins to lace his fingers and put them on his head as he hits the wet ground on his knees. But you see an idea flash in his eyes. Hey, boys! Hey, it's Styles. I need a welcoming committee! His voice resonates through the alley. There isn't much of a response, but he shouts again. Hey, little help here! Can I, uh, start, like, looking around to see for boys? <laughs> Can I do a check for boys, please? The boys are back in town. Uh, give me a, uh, observation roll. Okay. I mean, my luck's gotta change sometime, right? You think. Nope, not now. Oh, it didn't change at all. <laughs> Super fail. I guess I'm just, yeah, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Damn. It's brutal. This whole situation developed fast, so Fena may be stressed. I, yeah, I, I think that because she's more of like a, a people reader, this is the kind of circumstance stuff isn't really her forte. Um, and so there's like a bunch of conflicting inputs and she's just, um, you know, kind of a little overloaded at the moment. Just, I'm glancing at Fena with this sort of like two fingers to the eyes, two fingers to her eyes, like check, look, if he's, if he's bluffing. As I move towards him to secure him with, you know, like zip tie cuffs or whatever we have to march him away. Oh, I was just going to ask if I could like do some sort of insight to see if he was bluffing. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. You could push this if you want to. 
yes, I would like to push. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so that's one success. Fena, you hear shuffling feet from the nearest connecting alley, which is 15 feet behind you now. A glass bottle rolls down the pavement, and there's light splashing through the puddles. I'm going to direct all of my attention down that alley, then. As Novak moves in to make the arrest, you hear footsteps on the fire escape. It yawns down to the alley as two men brandishing knives step down. There's more clanging on the stairs above, and a gallery of onlookers peer down, gathering on the rusted walkways. The clanging starts to take on a beat. Giving you a broken smile, one of the men addresses you, holding out a knife. I'm very sorry, miss. I think you found our friend. We can take him home from here. Thank you for your service, however. I'm sure Styles will give you a glowing report. Can I look up into the darkness of the balconies and kind of assess this before answering? Yeah, there is quite the gang up there. And someone kicks a bottle down. It hits hard and explodes near you. <laughs> Gentlemen, we just wanted to talk with your friend here, and he ran. I mean, try to look at it from our perspective. Do you really want the PD to raid this place again and again for the next month? This can be so simple. Styles has some information, and we would like that information. That's it. Nothing dramatic. Hey, Styles. Any chance you want to give these two that information? Not in particular. Oh, sorry. He does seem quite certain. Is there anything else we can do for you, officer? Or does this get ugly? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you must have this confused for a negotiation. <laughs> Now's not the part where we dance. Now's the part where I take Styles in to the station. And you two stay right where you are. Or else, it sounds to me like what you're trying to make, and I cock my weapon, is a threat. I love it. I'll take a manipulation roll. I did. I got one success. You see a bead of sweat roll down Styles' face, and he looks back over his shoulder to the mouth of that alley. Okay, okay. <laughs> back down. We don't have to do this. I'll take the ride. It's just one big misunderstanding. Listen to your friend, um... Seems to me like he doesn't really have a problem coming down. So, uh, like I said, this isn't a negotiation. We're all in agreement. Yeah, Spike. This one's a friend of mine. I just didn't recognize him with that gun in my face. It'll be alright. I'll be back tonight. Ah, shit. Let's go! I'm not going to lower the weapon, just kind of, like, move back towards where Novak is. I don't know how we got to this point, but if you're taking me in, just do it. Yeah, you really don't plead a very good case for the simplicity of your story when you run from me and my partner. You scared me. I didn't have my ID. I didn't want to be arrested for not having the right ID. Me scare a big guy like you? <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. Come on. What can I say? The blaster makes your muscles look bigger. I ain't posted bail!
Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolf Pack at patreon.com slash Slade, or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and good luck out there.